0: Listening to a Sharesies podcast. it's Thursday, the fourth of November. You are listening to recap made for you by Sharesies.
1: Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. You know what the time is. It's time for the. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with.
0: Any information we provide is general only and current at the time.
1: If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider.
0: Now you may have noticed there's a different voice on the podcast today. It's John, or it's our old friend John. So filling in for Alice today. G'day John. Hey Jose, how's it going? It's going really well. You you now you if you're a long-time listener you would know that John was up here in Auckland with me, well not physically with me but you know in a different part of Auckland and he you've managed to get back down to Wellington. Yep, managed to slip
1: the border. A little bit tired today though. I stayed up a little bit last night watching the Black Caps play Scotland last night in the T20 World Cup. And we got a win,
0: so feeling good. It was a pretty tight win though, That was wasn't it? Or
1: it was, yeah. It looks um it looks pretty hot over there. They're playing in the UAE and yeah, one guy, um, Martin Gatto, he lost four point four KGs over the time <laughs> he was out there batting, so Pretty energy-sapping stuff.
0: Well, I'm glad they they came through with the win. And just to just to to make absolutely clear, when John was talking about slipping the border, he did not breach any public health orders to do that. He lives in uh, Wellington, and so was yeah, you know, ob- obviously able Thanks to produce that up, uh, Jose. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was obviously able to produce uh, evidence that he lives in and and uh, Wellington was able to return home. But I'm glad you're down there and I'm glad the Black Caps won. But let's get cracking because it's been a pretty big day of Kiwi companies going public for the first time. You must be talking about... Vulcan Steel and Allbirds listening today? I certainly am. So uh, Vulcan Steel dual listed on the New Zealand and Australian stock exchanges and Allbirds debuted on the NASDAQ overnight. I'm super keen to hear
1: about both of them. Maybe you can start off with Vulcan Steel?
0: Yeah, my pleasure, sure thing. So Vulcan Steel is a steel processor and distributor operating in both New Zealand and Australia. They've got 29 sites across the two countries and produce a number of products such as carbon steel, and stainless steel. Now they report having uh, 12,000 customers and employ 800 people. So it, it's a sizable company. And what were the details of the initial public offering? Yeah, so it involved a $386 million sell-down by existing shareholders, uh, meaning there will be around 131 million shares on issue. Now, that suggests a market capitalization of $968 million at the IPO subscription price. They had also, uh, uh, as they've announced, ran a uh, priority offer for staff. And the announcement uh, today reported that 20% of staff are now shareholders.
1: And did Vulcan say anything about why they decided to list?
0: Yeah, so they basically wanted access to capital markets, which meant that they could become even more, quote, financially flexible, end quote. Now, what that basically means is that they'll be able to restructure their financing and opens them up to more growth opportunities. Uh, Vulcan opened on the ASX at $7.01 and at $7.43 on the New Zealand Stock Exchange.
1: Okay, now what about Allbirds? That offering has been talked about a lot.
0: It certainly has. It's been highly anticipated and we've talked about it before on Recap. Allbirds, of course, being the New Zealand-founded company that makes those uh, uh, lovely-looking casual wool shoes you see plastered around Instagram and worn by the likes of Barack Obama, it was started by the former All Whites and Phoenix footballer Tim Brown in 2016, and is now based in the US in San Francisco. In fact, Uh, it reported revenue, uh, incidentally, of around 220 million American dollars last year, but it also reported a loss of 26 million dollars. So, how did its listing go? Um, well, even with its reported loss and its guidance, uh, its previous guidance that it will probably continue to make losses for the foreseeable future, it didn't seem to put investors off. Uh, so, in a filing before the IPO, Allbird said it wanted to raise three hundred million dollars by selling twenty million shares between twelve and fourteen dollars. The company actually listed at fifteen dollars, raising three hundred and three million and as the uh, trading day wore on, it almost doubled in value, reaching a high point of $31 before closing on $28.89. So that means, uh, according to reporting that I was reading in the New Zealand Herald, that means that Tim Brown's shares of the company are now worth $650 million.
1: And what's next for the company? I seem
0: to recall that it was facing a lawsuit. Uh, yes, so the company markets its products as being produced sustainably. It says that its sneakers, for example, have a much lower carbon impact than that of other sneakers out there, 30 and- 30% smaller in fact now that's been questioned it's argued that Allbirds doesn't take into account the carbon footprint of all the transport involved in production and distribution now that lawsuit you mentioned is actually a, class, a civil class action claiming that the company misled customers uh, Allbirds denies that and says the criticisms are without merit and they have motion to have the case dismissed a decision on that is still pending <laughs>
1: All right, from new listings to a mainstay of the New Zealand markets, Z Energy. The fuel company released its results for the first half of the two thousand and twenty two financial year.
0: Yeah, we are we are totally in the midst of earning seasons at the moment. So how did Z Energy perform? Looking at the headline numbers, total revenue for the
1: six months came in at just over two point one billion dollars. This represented a forty five percent increase on the first half of the 2020 financial year.
0: Okay, so what drove those numbers? Ah,
1: I see you there, Jose. That's okay. Exactly. So the lockdowns have definitely had a large impact on Zed's earnings, but one area which had strong growth last year was its convenience store sales with a 17% growth in total transactions compared to last year. This was also helped by the fact that service stations were allowed to operate during the recent lockdown. But I need to pause for a second here. <laughs> Speaking of Z convenience stores, Jose... What are you getting from the local Z
0: service station pie cabinet? Uh, Wow, that is a really good question. But basically, there's only two options, regardless of where you go to get your uh, your, your your servo pies. Okay. Your servo um, food. It's either a, a mince and cheese pie or a cookie time. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, that's it. The classic.
1: What about you? I I like the old steak and pepper I feel like that goes down a treat no matter what time of the day So no cheese no cheese up on your grill
0: Nah nah no nah, nah, we we don't want any of that Fair enough. Fair enough. This has been a fascinating insight into both our kind of uh, our pie preferences. So thank you. So we're we're going to start not only going to start a um, wrestling podcast, but also a pie podcast as well. Yes, it's good to know. But uh, coming back to Zed, what other factors pushed uh, Zed's revenue up? Yep. So fuel sale volumes also increased
1: on last year, as petrol, diesel, and jet fuel all showed growth. On top of this, Zed saw an increase in refining processing volumes, along with that segment proving to be more profitable. In total, Zed processed 7 million barrels of oil for the first half, representing a large increase on last year, but still well below pre-COVID levels.
0: Right, so given revenue is up, does that mean net profit increased as well?
1: Yep a $92 million net profit which was a 158% increase on the net loss last year. Another key driver was in the fuel regulatory space with the Fuel Industry Act which was passed last year allowing for the development of a wholesale fuel market in New Zealand. The act brought in new pricing measures for the wholesale market leading to a sales increase of 59% on last year.
0: Okay, one more thing. We have previously covered on Recap, the takeover bid for Z Energy by Ampol. Were there any updates on this? No news in this
1: space, Jose. The report reiterated that the Z Energy board is recommending the offer of $3.78 per share to its shareholders. However, this deal will need to get the various regulatory sign-offs from the likes of the Commerce Commission and the Overseas Investment Office before it gets... The green light. Sorry, sorry. I, I had to like. I had to like go after you did that. That drove up one.
0: No, I set the bar, didn't I? It's exactly. my fault. Thank you, John. And that mean, with that terrible pun, that means uh, that's the end of a of recap for the fourth of November. We'd love it
1: if you could give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts.
0: We would love love it. Um, we'll see you tomorrow, Matthieu. See you.